Welcome to Conversations from the Front Porch. I am Leslie Cordy, and we are so lucky this morning to have with us Darcy Brown. She is a veterinarian student at Ross University, and we actually live in the same apartment complex here um, on the island of St. Kitts Nevis. So welcome, Darcy. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here chatting with you. Um, yeah, so I am a fourth semester student at Ross University, and I had kind of an adventure getting here with COVID and everything, um, but veterinary medicine kind of has always been the goal for me, um, and I've taken a lot of steps to, to get here. So let's, let's hear a little <laughs> okay. bit about that journey as to why you're here in St. Kitts Nevis, whatever you would like to share with good. us. Yeah, so I did my undergraduate degree in Canada, um, so I'm originally from Dundas, Ontario, which is just outside of Toronto, right. um, and so I did my undergrad in University of Guelph in Animal Biology, uh, and that's sort of the, the big veterinary school in Canada is at Guelph, um, so I unsuccessfully applied there a couple of times, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, the great grade cutoffs are quite high and it's quite competitive. I think I remember you saying yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so then I moved out to Calgary, which is in Western Canada. Um, and I lived there for four years and I tried to get into the university there and again was unsuccessful, unfortunately. And then I was looking at my options. I had my aunt who was also a veterinarian. It was a great uh, support and guidance. And so she encouraged me to apply here. And it's definitely a different route, um, especially coming to St. Kitts, but that's for how I ended up here um, and doing that. Yeah. Very good. So tell us then, you know, that you went on this journey, right? Yeah. So what, what did Ross make available to you in terms of the attractiveness of the program? Absolutely. Yeah. So Ross is, um, it's a condensed program. So instead of it being four years with summers off, you go through the whole semesters consecutively. All right. uh, so the condensed program definitely is appeal, especially being an older student, really wanting to get my feet on the ground and get running with my career. So that was a big draw. Um, it also, their application process is a lot more um, lenient, unnecessarily grades, but it's a little bit lower of a cutoff and the application process lo does look a lot more at your experience and what you've done. So that was really good for me because I was able to work in the veterinary industry and try a bunch of different things in my time in between my undergraduate degree and starting my DVM. Oh, very good. Yeah. So you truly, they truly do sound like they cater to the adult learner, which is, yes. and the working professional, Yeah. Uh, not only in the way the program is set up, but also in terms of the admission and yeah. requirements process. They really do value your experience. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay. So you started the program when? <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Excellent. Let's hear about that. So yeah, so we were set to come. So I started in May. Um, so yeah, I guess this is right one during year. It. Yes. Yeah. So it was sort of starting as we were beginning looking to start coming here. So they told us it would be online for the first semester or for the first part of the semester. And we didn't have a lot of knowledge of when that was going to end or if it was going to end. So at that point, it was sort of a do I go or do I keep working? Because I had a, I had a job working at the University of Calgary and it was quite comfortable in Calgary and everything. Um, but sort of thinking about it, I was like, you know what? This is what I've always wanted to do. It's who knows how long this pandemic or what how it's going to play out. And getting my degree is very comfortable. Like there's going to be a job for me when I get out because it's really like bets are in demand in Canada. Oh, so they are. Okay. Yeah. So we started online and kind of played the, are we going, are we not going, what's happening? And there was some, just the unknown of COVID. Right. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so we ended up doing our first two and a half semesters fully online, which was definitely a challenge. Um, 
Let's but talk a little bit about yeah. that because yeah. um, really when you started, yes. you didn't know when they had said one semester, yeah. right? Perhaps online, yeah. but there, it just ended, ended up being two and a half semesters. And we'll yeah. talk about when you mm-hmm. got here, mm-hmm. but how did that go? I mean, were they prepared to teach online? Have they taught online before? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think they had done some of the courses online, but mostly it has been in in-person program. Okay. Like VetMed is very hands-on. So you're doing a lot of like yes. hands-on training and doing all that stuff. So I don't think anyone was really prepared to teach anything fully online, especially at such a hands-on program, but they did a really good job and did what they could with the resources that they had. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like video learning and that kind of thing. And then we, they shuffled around our courses in hopes. So we basically, we didn't take anatomy the first semester, which is more of a hands-on lab, Mm -hmm. but then we ended up having to, because we weren't able to come to the island for second semester. So we did, and they used a lot of videos to integrate. And it was definitely a challenge as far as like internet quality and like all that sort of stuff, but we made it through. You did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They were really good about sort of doing whatever they could. And the professors just really worked with us and did what they could and got through. And that, that's not saying there wasn't challenges because no. there absolutely was like the internet would fall apart mm-hmm. or we wouldn't feel like we were getting enough of the images because it was blurry video recordings and it definitely was hard but it it worked out <laughs> in the right. long you run. did the best yeah. they could yeah. okay yeah. so you didn't actually have a hands-on component though then mm-hmm. uh just more images still images and video yeah. right in terms of, yeah. uh, of the application mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have they have they done more follow-up in terms of the application part of that then yeah here? yeah let's talk let's talk about how you when you got here and sort yes. of what that transition looked like too, because yeah. I know I met you sometime in late February yes. or mid-February. Or yeah. Yes. So we came through in the middle of the semester, um, which was a lot trying to keep up with academics as well as maintain an education and right. have your brain still turn on and travel and quarantine. Right. And all that. So yeah, we quarantined and did everything halfway through the semester. We quarantined. They had a charter flight for us. Okay. So we all mustered in Miami. Um, so that was a bit of a challenge for the Canadian students to get down because there were flights getting canceled and it was all very sort of up in the air if we were even going to be able to make it to Miami. Because you had to do through uh, U.S. immigration. Yes, oh, exactly. my goodness. Yeah, so we okay. had to get into the States and do it that way and then figure that out. But it, yeah, like I said, we got here and it worked out. So we quarantined on campus um, and then now yeah, we got out and hit the ground running. So we had a bunch of labs scheduled for the second half of the semester doing a lot of catch up. Um, So it was very intense. It was a lot of labs and stuff to get caught up on. Yeah. yeah. I know you mentioned to me earlier that um, this was probably out of all the semesters, right? This was the most intense semester. So I I think that perhaps that's what happened in terms of uh, transitioning, right? Internationally, COVID. Yeah the U.S. Mm -hmm. and then the hands-on lab and so yeah so it kind of all got packed in so we were adjusting to living on an island which has been absolutely amazing but also very different so between like we had to we my friend and I bought a car together so getting all that paperwork sorted out and just like figuring out where the grocery stores were and driving on the other side of the road and And it was surprisingly a lot easier than I thought I think the roundabouts help a lot because I'm just like is there a car coming or no and then you keep okay I'll go (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but yeah so it was just it was just a lot happening all at once um so the labs the lab component and getting all that done was just the time so you'd be trying to keep up with your classes but then also have a pre-lab assignment and a post-lab assignment yeah. and all that stuff was just, we had a couple of weeks where there was like 
10 labs in one week. And like, there was a couple eight to six back to back labs and class days just to just pack it in to get it done. Right. And it's hard to avoid, right. Cause we are behind on a lot of the hands-on stuff, but it also made for a very stressful finals. And I was, I definitely did not study as efficiently as I usually try to Mm -hmm. just being able to sit down after having such a long day and use your brain. It was was hard hard. to, hard to sort of absorb the knowledge, right. And reflect on it. I know you had mentioned that. And I thought, I think that's important for people to know because I had read that mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're finding out that this semester, mm-hmm. rather than perhaps the spring semester when it was sprung on us, yeah. right? And, and you know, summer wasn't really a semester mm-hmm. for some colleges mm-hmm. and universities. And then fall, we were kind of into, okay, we're going to take it slowly, right? Yeah. But now you had to transition in the yes. middle of it and, and catch up, right? Yeah. And I've heard that spring has been difficult for students, yeah. many, many students and faculty, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that you love it here. I hear it in your voice. I can see it (laughs) on your face, even though this is a podcast. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do for fun and and St. Kitts. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, like I was was mentioning to you before, I love the ocean and water just makes my heart happy. So I've definitely been enjoying that and taking, taking that up. Um, I've been snorkeling a lot, Mm -hmm. which just, I absolutely love doing a little free diving and just enjoying the water and getting to see all the cool aquatic everything um and then yeah doing scuba next week and get my certification and get doing that just yeah basically trying to spend as much time in the ocean as I can while I'm so close to it because I don't know if at another point in my life I'll be able to live yeah in a place like this Mm -hmm. yeah so it was very nice to meet you when you first arrived you're a very friendly person and so I know that it's so glad I'm so glad to hear Mm -hmm. that you are exploring the island and I'm sure that you're a good representative for Canada uh, to to, um, the islanders and to to other foreigners so I think that that's a wonderful thing I I said I see all your little ducklings following (laughs) you around like you're kind of the leader of the group and so I was glad that you uh, wanted to do the podcast with us Um, so uh, Talk to us about perhaps what's going to happen next for you in terms of school and then the future. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, finishing our time here, um, I was mentioning to you, I'm hoping to be able to go home to Canada uh, for Christmas to see everybody and see my fiance and get to see just everybody and do that. Yeah. But yeah, so finishing up, um, we have another year and a bit, year and a half, year and a semester, I guess. So next September, we'll be heading off to our clinical school. So we do our clinical placements either somewhere in the States or uh, overseas, some like I think I believe Scotland and Australia and that kind of all thing. those choices. Yeah. Yeah. So we get placed. We it's based on our grades and sort of what our they sit that down with us and which which school. type of that. I mean, because you can specialize in a certain type of so, that. Yeah. yeah. So Ross doesn't stream us. So we have like certain courses we need to take at the clinical school, but some of the clinical schools are sort of more specialized towards different okay. areas. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping to go to the States um, just because it's closer to home. And I, yeah. I really want to be able to bring my dogs with me. So I'm hoping uh, to just be able yeah, to go yeah, home, pick them up for... and road trip wherever. Okay, <laughs> wherever we end good. Up well, maybe you'll end up toward mine. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then we do that. And then I, I don't know 
what I want to do. I really love um, emergency medicine. So I like the fast paced, like hands on nitty gritty, like get it done kind of thing, but also do like large animal stuff. So I'm kind of bouncing between like small animal emergency or large animal mixed rural practice or yeah. Yeah. And then I really would like, so I'm from Ontario originally and I want to go back home. Um, I know that just be with family and back in front of my my Have your own family and and do whatever you have your practice and your family there yourself. Yeah. So how long will that be? Will will the residency be then? Yeah. So the clinical is, it's one year. Oh, it's a one one full year. Yeah. And then you can specialize after that and do like an internship and then a residency and all that sort of stuff. But I think I want to get get into work and get started. I know there is a program in the States, I believe it's called Veg, Veterinary Emergency Group. And there it's like a large clinic, okay. like a branch of clinics. And they have a short, um, I believe it's a six month emergency sort of program, like mentorship program. So right. I was sort of looking into doing that possibly. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm, I want to get get into the field and start working okay that's yeah. good and you mm-hmm. want to do the exciting stuff first yes, right yeah or the big animal <laughs> yeah. stuff first Woo! all right um well I mean I know you're gonna do it so you know I can tell from and you've had a, a good path to get there you've yeah. learned some lessons and things like that what would you suggest it, uh to someone thinking about uh, that school and sort of, you know, not only in Canada, but a, across the world. Yeah. What would be some thoughts that you would have to, to those folks? Yeah. I think the biggest thing with any professional school really is make sure, not make sure it's something you want, but make sure you do really want it. Cause it is, it's a lot of work. And if you're not, your heart's not there, it's, it's so much harder. I feel like since it's always been like, I've always wanted to be a vet and it's always been something that like I'm doing it and pushing through but if you don't have that sort of mindset I think it would be a lot harder to get through it and make sure especially in COVID pandemic chaos times (laughs) (laughs) but other than that yeah that school it's it's incredibly hard but incredibly rewarding like it's really it's been a huge part of my whole entire life and kind of the only that's the other thing too I I feel like I've only ever like it's just been Batman for me and I don't know sometimes like would I have enjoyed anything else but and I'm like, well, I'm so happy doing this. Why? Absolutely. Why? Absolutely. <laughs> Why I think people like you mm-hmm. who know what they want to do mm-hmm. and, and are able to sort of go on the mm-hmm. journey, right? And be yeah. persistent and persevere yeah. and resilient, right? Yeah. I think you're very resilient. Um, it's a good thing to do, yeah. right? Absolutely. Uh, I think we should, if we could all follow our passions, yes, right? It'd, be, it'd make it better for us. Then it's not just a job, mm-hmm. it's a career, it's our life. Exactly. Right? And that's a big thing too, right? Like it's, as it's definitely part of who I am, not yeah. necessarily, it is going to be a career, but it's also just a part of yes. what I want to yeah. do on a daily basis. Right. So, well, that, yeah. that's, this was spectacular, <laughs> yeah. Darcy. Thank you so much for sharing with us on oh, conversations from the front porch. We wish you the best. And I hope that I get to see you and connect with you Absolutely. in the future. Absolutely. Have a good day. Wonderful chatting with you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right. Bye.